Good evening, folks, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live from NGC Studios here in South Florida. And I want to thank you so very much for joining me here tonight, wherever you are listening uh, to this live, or if you're catching this uh, on the podcast in the past, present, future hour, I really appreciate you uh all joining me here tonight. And, uh, yeah, don't worry. Uh, I, I hear some of you saying that we, uh, that I need, like, drums and death metal. I, I have theme music. I just need to put the video intro together in, uh, Final Cut, or rather, finish making the, uh, video intro. But, uh, anyway, folks, uh, great to be back here for the Saturday Night Show. Uh, last show of the month uh for the Whitfield report actually uh happy early march i guess um and hello to all of you in the chat i'll do shout outs in a sec contact info as usual you can follow me on twitter and instagram at some w underscore ndc uh gab and parlor at sam whitfield uh, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. TheSamWhitfield.com is my website. And of course, please uh, consider giving the podcast a five-star rating and review over on iTunes, uh, Spotify, or wherever else you uh, listen to audio podcasts. Uh, uh, folks, uh, tonight is going to be a very special show. Uh, I've got Dictator Phil who uh, usually co-hosts Versa Media, uh, Real News. He'll be joining me tonight because the other guys uh, have abandoned him. They're at CPAC, uh, probably, you know, doing whatever college students do at CPAC, which I don't know what that is because I've always been too poor to go to CPAC. But uh, at any rate... Let's see we have in the chat here. Uh, we have Apex. Uh, 07 to you, sir. Apex, the ultimate gamma. Uh, Johnny Arcade, of course. I thought you were out of town, uh, Johnny. So, thank you for dropping in. Uh, of course, yeah, we have uh, Andrew Keda. I think I know who that is. Oh, God, we have the coronavirus in the chat, folks, and we're all infected now. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, Irrational Times has joined us. Oh, something to you, sir. Um, let's see. Yep. Uh, oh, Sheshwan on Lobs. Uh, thank you uh, for tuning in. Uh, Oki Dean is here. So, um, yeah, we have a few people from, uh, Semper's stream, so welcome, everyone, and, of course, Linda has jumped in, uh, the chat, thank you for, uh, joining us, man. 
Uh, as I mentioned, Dictator Phil will be joining us uh, in a bit here. Uh, before I get, before I bring him on, though, I want to uh, play. We have some rather uh, breaking news here, folks. Um, Uncle Joe, creepy Uncle Joe Biden, has uh, apparently clinched the uh, you know the the South Carolina uh, primary primary victory. Of course, we still have a uh, Super Tuesday uh, to go here, but um, I figured I would kind of play this uh, clip for you since it's breaking news, and I thought I had it queued up here, but, uh, oh, the clip won't, eh, the clip's not going to download, so I'll just have to, like, stream it from my stream, so, uh, Alright, let me cue this up here. Um, Biden. Let's see. Yeah, creepy Uncle Joe, folks. Hang on. It's all out of whack here. Uh, I don't, okay, let's see here. All right, folks, we've got it queued up. All right, so, uh, breaking news here, folks, kind of, sort of, not really. Uh, Uncle Joe plugs as one South Carolina, I guess, the primary. So, uh, anyway, let's hear what our old... Uh, favorite creepy uncle has to say for himself. Uh, uh, this comes from the Fox News YouTube channel. Uh, okay, yeah. And my buddy Jim Clyburn, you brought me back. It's a man of enormous integrity. All of those of you who've been knocked down, counted out, left behind, this is your campaign. Just days ago, the press and the pundits have declared this candidacy dead. It still is dead, Uncle Joe. It still is. You just don't know it yet. Now... Thanks to all of you, the heart of the Democratic Party, we just won and we've won big because of you. And we are very much alive. a candidacy. You, you launched Bill Clinton, Barack Obama to the presidency. Now you launched our campaign on the path to defeating Donald Trump. This campaign has taken off. So join us. Go to JoeBiden.com. Sign up, volunteer, contribute if you can, but we need you, we want you, and there's a place for you in this campaign. 
How much coke did he do before the uh, before the speech, ladies and gentlemen? This is the most energized I've heard Joe Biden in quite a long time. Seriously. Folks, as we celebrate tonight here in Columbia, let me talk directly to Democrats across America, especially those who will be voting on Super Tuesday. This, mo this is the moment to choose the path forward for our, for, our, for our party. This is the moment, and it's arrived. Maybe sooner than anyone guessed it would, but it's here. And the decisions Democrats make all across America in the next few days will determine what this party stands for, what we believe, and what we'll get done. If Democrats nominate me I believe we can beat Donald Trump. Keep Nancy Pelosi in the House of Representatives as Speaker and take back the United States Senate. So join us. My fellow Democrats across America, join us. If Democrats want to nominate someone who will build on Obamacare, not scrap it, take Take on the NRA and gun manufacturers, not protect them. Stand up and give the poor a fighting chance for the middle class get restored, not raise their taxes and make keep the promise. Okay, uh, I mean, first off, Uncle Joe, the problem with that is the NRA, the NRA isn't the boogeyman you, you, you think they are. In fact, they're not even that good from what I've been told on, you know, protecting gun rights to begin with. Um, so, uh, second off, Obamacare w was a disaster. Also, Uncle Joe, why are you touting Obamacare still? I mean, the former president hasn't even come out to endorse you. Uh, yeah, you know, or throw uh, his support behind you. I mean, you were the man's vice president for, you know, eight years, and yet he hasn't said word one about you. Uh, you know, doesn't that hurt your feelings even like a little bit? I mean, if I were Obama's, you know, if I had been Obama's vice president, I would at least want him to, you know, throw his support behind me, but no. Uh, Obama hasn't done that, Joe, so why are you still cheer cheerleading for him? That's my question. ...as we make, then join us. And if the Democrats want a nominee who's a Democrat... ...a lifelong Democrat... ...a proud Democrat... An Obama-Biden Democrat. And join us. We have the option of winning big or losing big. That's the choice. We need to build on the coalition and legacy of the most successful president in our lifetime, Barack Obama. And the way we do this is... Most successful president of... of uh 
of our lifetime, Obama. <laughs> no, Joe, the, the most successful president of your lifetime was probably uh, Dutch Reagan, the Gipper. The most successful president of my lifetime is the one currently in office, Donald J. Trump, who, who is, at this rate, folks, going to win re-election. Uh, that debate the other night was pitiful. Um, so, uh, yep. Uh, let's continue. I'm not going to play this whole thing because it's, it's plugs Biden, but, uh, just a little more of it. Let's see if he, let's see if he does any gaffes. I, because I, I think if I remember correctly, I just watched this clip and I, I think a Biden gaffe is coming up here real quick. By bringing Americans together of every race, ethnicity, gender, economic station, Democrats, Republicans, independents, people of every stripe. Look, just like we did here in South Carolina. And like we can do across the entire country on Tuesday and beyond. Folks, win big or lose, that's a choice. Most Americans don't want the promise of revolution. They want more than promises. They want results. They want to give all Americans access to real opportunity, to be able to have affordable health care for all Americans, an environment with clean air and clean water, an education system that funds our schools, pays our, pays our teachers, makes community college free, a nation that will stand up to and beat the NRA. Reform our criminal justice system. Root out institutional racism. Mobilize. Mobilize the world against climate change. And an economy that works rewards work, not just... Okay, again, creepy Uncle Joe. Um, you know, you're... Uh... You know, the NRA is not the boogeyman you think it is. And, uh, you know, it's interesting how you're now talking a revolution because, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders wants a a revolution. All all of you guys are, you know, panicking. Oh, no, Bernie's a Bernie's a communist. And yet you're the one, you know, you're the one now saying you want revolution. Right. So, um, yeah, well, I mean, Alan. Plugs Biden thinks that the uh, NRA is the worst, uh, you know, people. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, yep. The uh, oh, we we have Ho we have Hojim here too. So, good day, good day, mate. So, uh, yeah. But plugs. This is plugs Biden, ladies and gentlemen. This is who is probably going to run against Trump. Wealth. My dad used to say, Joey, a job's about a lot more than the paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's about decency, it's respect. It's about your place in the community. Being able to look your kid in the eye and say, honey, it's going to be okay for all our family. Is that what you uh, told your uh, granddaughter when you were when you were kissing her on the lips the other like a few weeks ago? I I have a feeling you said something similar to 
like that. Probably to other women, too, as you were sniffing their hair. Good God. Yeah. Uh. All our communities. Because that's the right thing to do. That's what makes us Democrats. Talk is cheap. False promises are deceptive. And talk about revolution and change in anyone's life. We need real changes right now. Something I've done my whole career. And I'll do as president. So this is an election to spend all our time in a battle for the soul of the Democratic Party. This is a battle for the soul of the United States of America. Yes, and you're going to lose once again. We're in an incredibly perilous moment, as all of you know. Winning means uniting America, not sowing more division and anger. It means not only fighting, but healing the country. We have to beat Donald Trump in the... Right, because Obama did nothing whatsoever to divide the country in his eight years as president, right? He was, he was the great unifier. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Black Lives Matter popped up on his watch. Uh, Antifa, Occupy Wall Street, uh, you know, and all those freak shows, they, they were justified in their anger, you know, at greedy, you know, Wall Street brokers and, you know, business people and whatnot. That was all justified. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Republican Party, but here's the deal. We can't become like them. We can't become like them. We can't have an ever-ending war. Above all, it's time for America to get back up. The country is so ready. So ready. Once again, fight for the proposition that we hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men and women are created equal. Endowed by the Creator with certain inalienable rights. We say it all the time. But we've never fully lived up to it. But we've never before until this president walked away from it. You're you're right, Joe. Your 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 party has never your party has never lived up to that at all. Uh, uh, you're you're right about that. Your party has never lived up to any of that. In fact, if anything, your party has tried to remove God and look, I'm not even that much of a, you know, I I believe in separation of church and state and whatnot. I don't think religion should be, uh, you know, necessarily involved in the government. But but you want to talk of the spirituality of America now? Your party has done everything pretty much to, uh, you know, bash religious freedom in this country. So uh, yeah, um. Oh, stop it. Oh, stop it, Benny. Uh, Jimmy is not gay here. You're, Jimmy's not the gay one. Owen, it, Owen is. By, by, the, by the way, uh, shout out to the Gavin McGinnis Discord. Thanks for uh, joining me here tonight. Okay. So that plugs Biden's uh, speech here. I don't want to... I don't want to focus on uh, plugs Biden too much, but what I do want to do is 
see what uh, my good pal Dictator Phil is up to, so I'm going to call him because he has been patiently waiting. So uh, let's bring in our guest, Dictator Phil, and uh, yeah. So, what I do want to do is okay, Phil, are, are you there? I sure am. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can Can you hear me? Yep. Sure can. Okay. Just turn Just turn your radio down or turn the stream. Uh, you know, down. There was a There was a bit of an echo, but uh, anyway, how How are you, my friend? Not bad. Not bad. How about yourself? Pretty good. So you talk. So you talking about uh, Creepy Joe there for a sec? Yeah. So what? So what do you make of Creepy Joe here, uh, Phil? Uh, he has virtually no shot. I don't think he really has a shot at even being the Democratic nominee. I, I just I, I don't. He barely remembers where he is most of the time. Uh, he can't he can't keep his nose out of other women. And I just I don't understand like what the appeal what the appeal is. I I think he has dementia. I do. There's a piece of me that said that thinks he may very well have like Alzheimer's or he's starting to become like old and senile or something. Because there's just something that isn't right. There's like something that's kind of um I don't know. It, it doesn't get the doesn't get the uh. Peace is right. And Donald Trump's already said it. He said it in the CPAC speech today. It was, uh, he made some jokes about it. He's like, he's like, it's great to be in Iowa. He's like, sir, uh, uh, we're in Idaho. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, yeah, I've, I've seen those, uh, memes. Well, honestly though, I don't know who in the Democrat party is qualified to, uh, take, Trump on at, at this point. I mean, I don't think anybody can. Like, I, I think, I think it's like, uh, if you win the Democratic nominee, or you're, you're, if you become the Democratic nominee, it's like, congratulations on becoming the nominee. You're going to lose to Trump in October or November. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be bad. I, I don't see, uh, like, if he goes up against, if, if Sanders goes up against Trump, uh, he's going to lose hard. I, I really don't see a socialist uh, going up against Trump with one of the best economies probably ever. Um, and then, you know, Joe, he, he, he speaks for himself. Um, Pocahontas, I, I don't think she's going to. I mean, that would be Trump would have a field day. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody beating him. But I mean, this the Dem debate was fun to watch. Just seeing everybody just kind of, it, you know, destroy themselves. It, it was fun. Well, that's what I wanted to ask to ask you about was the uh, was the Dem debate. I I rarely ever watch them. Uh, period. Me either. You and I both. Like it's it's like all most of the other Democratic debates are the most useless group of minutes ever but like this one i you kind of figured that they were gonna go 
you know, they were, they were, the heads were going to clash. It's like, Oh, let's, let's, let's see what kind of dirt these, these guys are going to use on each other. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm amazed at the, at the fact that, uh, Bernie Sanders might be getting, be getting the damn thing. That's what really amazes me. Yeah, I, the, the Democratic Party, they're, I, I, I don't want to say they're idiots, but they're, but they're idiots. And, and, uh, like most, most of the people, most of the people in the Democratic Party are like young. They're young. They're kind of immature. They're kind of not all there. And here comes a snake oil salesman and Bernie Sanders. He's promising you all kinds of free shit. All the, you know, we're going to pay for your college and we're going to make the rich pay for it. And like, like, no, he's like, it sounds good. Like the whole social, like socialism in itself, it sounds good to somebody that doesn't know about socialism. Like, and then once you – but but only when you realize, oh, that, that it actually doesn't help business and then uh, businesses tend to leave socialist environments for other uh, free market environments, then it's like, oh, well, maybe uh, maybe that's not such a good idea. Or maybe, or maybe socialism doesn't have a very good track record in world history. You know? Yeah. Hey, 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 real, hey, real quick. Excuse, excuse me for, excuse me for. It's like I've got, I've got to address, uh, I've got to just address the chat. Hey, uh, first off, guys, I'm looking in the chat, and, and no one except for one person is uh, banned right now. And also, Jimmy is the king moderator. He can do whatever he wants. He's, he's the one Brit on the channel I have. So I'm giving him impunity. To do what he wants, okay? Okay. Um Okay. So you were you were saying you were saying dictator Phil. first off, I think we should explain for the new uh for the new listeners, how did how did you get that name? Uh because that that, yeah. is, that is an awesome handle. Well yeah, um well it's a part of it was like we Myself, uh, Sean, Sean and Alex, uh, we, we, uh, we, we had always had these conversations while we were, while we were at Penn state and it was like, you know what, if I was dictator, I would be doing, I would just do all this and that as far as like wars and as far as like how to run the country. Cause we always said, Oh, you need to be a dictator because you know, Congress is Congress is useless and they're never going to let you do anything. Um, so then I was like, well, screw it. I'll just name myself dictator Phil. Let's see how it rings. And it kind of, you know, it kind of stuck. You, you would, you would be an awesome dictator. I, I think. So. I, I mean, you know, there's only one way to find out and that's to ruthlessly take over the country. No, no, just kidding. Uh, no, that that's the Democrats job. Um, I, but yeah, um, 
like I name myself Dictator Phil as like a joke. Obviously, and obviously I'm doing it as a joke, as a gag. But we're really like with a Democratic debate, we're really seeing it. Like Bernie Sanders is kind of like really um, like if if he were to become president, like. It would essentially it would essentially be him like he would end up becoming a dictator because you look at every socialist government in world history. It always ends up uh, the family like owns everything. And like, would would you want that? Would you want Bernie Sanders to literally control everything? Well, own everything. Well, my question, even more so than that, is like. People were, I remember people were freaking out because Trump was old, right? When he, in Trump, Trump was like 69 when he, when he ran, which, you know, granted, like that is old, but like, you know, like 69, oh, okay, I can still, you know, if, if that's when you come into office, like I can still see that. Like Bernie is close to what, like. Uh, I'm going to actually have to look this, this up, but like Bernie's in his seventies easily, I, I think. Right. So there's the, he looks like it. <laughs> well, well, Bernie actually looks like he's in his nineties to be fair, but I know, he, I know he's not. So, uh, you know, so realistically though, like Bernie just had a heart attack on the campaign trail too, like three months ago. So you know, supposedly if he dies as president, like, you know, who's going to, who's going to take over? I mean, I, obviously the vice president would, but I mean, still, he's probably, he's probably, he's probably going to get like another commie on the ticket, knowing him. What if it's, uh, what if it's AOC? <laughs> how, how, how old, how, how old is AOC, by the way? I, I don't I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know. Is is it that is the age requirement for the vice president, too? Or what? I, I don't I, w- I would kind of, I would kind of imagine if 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 you have to be like if you have to be 35 to be president and then, you know, if like the president somehow dies, I would imagine that it would have to be the same rule. But. I mean, who, who? I would imagine. I would imagine if AOC would ever become president, there would be mass suicides, well, or let mass de uh, emigration, like people getting the fuck out. Like, yeah. oh, Russia doesn't sound bad this time of year. No, no, Russia actually doesn't sound bad compared to America ran by a- AOC. Um, yeah. Um. Although I, I have to admit, I have I've there there are some people in one of the discords I belong into who, who unfortunately uh, think that AOC is hot, and I I just don't I just don't don't see it at all. I'm I'm sorry I don't I don't I don't see how AOC is attractive at all. So well, it's it's kind of my guess is it's probably a prison syndrome, right? Where She's like 
semi-fuckable, but only because everybody else is kind of like really ugly. So it makes her look better. Like it's like like you ever see that you ever see that chick at the club that's like super that 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 she looks like she's super hot, but she surrounds herself oh, with all yeah, these. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's literally AOC. Like you look at Elon Omar, yuck. You look at Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib. No, there's like literally, she's the best looking per one. But that's not saying much. Yeah, like, yeah, that's not saying anything at all compared to uh, Melania or Ivanka or anything. Oh, oh, she couldn't sniff. She couldn't sniff either of those. Melania's gorgeous. Melania, oh my God, she was gorgeous. Like she still is gorgeous, by the way. But she, like, really, like in her modeling, oh my goodness. Uh, you, you, you. And, and Yvanka, look, anybody who hates Yvanka is jealous. It's she's pure jealousy. Because uh, she she's gorgeous, she's intelligent, she's married to a billionaire, her father's a billionaire. Like, looks well spoken, like she holds herself pretty pretty much great in in every aspect. Like you would, if you wanted to see what the best the best woman would be like, like that would be Ivanka would probably be it. And I'm saying that not just because she's like the intelligence is there. Like the everything, everything else seems to be there too. And it's like, Phil, and I, I yeah, it, wait, wait. Uh, Phil, are, are, are you, are you a jarhead by chance? Am I a jarhead? Are, are you, a, are you a Marine? No, no, I was army. Oh, I, I thought you, I thought you were a Marine, a Marine, no, no. A, a Marine by chance. I, I, I just ask because. Because the the way the way that you would the way that you talk about women sounds an awful lot like my jar my jarhead buddies. So yeah, I, I mean it's it, like oh, oh who said Nancy Pelosi is a babe? <laughs> yeah, yikes! So that's a terrible. Yeah, I, I was looking at your chat. I was like, yeah, how's that? Uh, it, irrational times. It, he was probably just people. People in my chat tend to like to troll people, so yeah, uh, yeah. That that would that would actually be funny now that I think about yeah. it. Yeah, she probably would have been hot like thirty years ago before all that plastic surgery. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, well, Nancy Nancy Pelosi is. I mean, Nancy Pelosi is an, is another one, right? I, th- th- this is the other thing, and I know that we actually have the coronavirus in chat, so I don't want to insult the coronavirus here, but, um, you know, Nancy Pelosi was uh, saying that she was freaking out because Trump has only spent like $2 million on um, coronavirus, and I guess, like, Obama spent $5 billion on Ebola, or whatever, and it's like, great, e- Ebola didn't kill us, um, but that's not because you dropped five billion dollars on it. It's because, like, you know, <coughs> everything got contained here, and as aside from that, it's from Africa. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't like the the left has gone so far as to even say that Trump is causing coronavirus some now 
Now let's be let, let let's let's play a conspiracy theorist for a minute here. Let, let now it didn't affect us really all that much. You look at China, it what Wuhan is like wiped out. They had that whole place on quarantine, right? Brutalized. This not so much and then lo and behold, only like only a couple days in its, you know, attack all of a sudden a pharmaceutical company just so happens to have a trial trial cure for it like oh we we just so happened to try this thing that just broke out and nobody knew what the hell it was and all of a sudden we have this cure for it i don't know you could say like like if i was alex jones that would probably be what i'd be pushing right now yeah yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to alex in a in a in a sec uh because CPAC has been uh, interesting from what I've heard. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm too poor to go, I'm too poor to go. So uh, I've I've never gone before. But yeah, it, it's it's interesting this whole coronavirus thing. the The reason why it's so prevalent in China too is because China just just doesn't give a shit about their people or or, or their population unless you're in the ruling elite, like. Honestly, I think if it, I mean, there already are people who have it here and, you know, they're getting treatment, they're contained. uh, And as far as I know, no one has, no one has died from it yet. Now, you know, that could change, of course, after this podcast airs. But as of 11 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, uh the 29th of February, uh, no one has died of coronavirus that I know of. So. Don't jinx us. It's not cool. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden, yeah. All of a sudden you, you finish this podcast and all of a sudden people dropping like flies. I'll be like, damn it, Sam Whitfield. Uh, well, well, you know, at that point, then I'll just then I'll just grab a Trump babe and hope, you know, hope for the best. So, <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, uh, did you see? Did you? So, uh, one last thing regarding the debate. What was your? What was your favorite, or I guess least favorite moment, depending on how you look at it, of that debate? Did, did you watch it? Uh, I I watched little bits and pieces of it. Like there was one piece, there was one piece where literally everyone was talking over everybody. It, it was like everybody was trying to get their little bits in, and 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 the moderators just did a a, a super horrible job trying to like put order into the debate. And yeah, that was probably the least favorite time like is anybody is anybody going to be in charge or is there any grown-ups in the building right well the well the debate moderators that that was that was the liar's thing was they kept having to tell people you know to let to let each other speak i mean it, it it's pandemic was the one was the one lester holt i think the lester holt might have been the one he's a he's a fake fake republican yeah, yeah, and then um, and then the lady anchor they had there. I can't remember remember her name, but she had to tell people to quiet down too. And like, she, yeah, 
listen to her at all. And well, of course not, because she's a woman anchor. So and and you know, you never listen to woman anchors. So <laughs> every everybody everybody says respect a woman until a woman appears. Jesus. And unless unless it's on Fox News, so then then we then we all pay attention. So. Um, it's like it's like we like over an MSNBC. We really need to respect women. We need women are at the epicenter of the universe. And then all of a sudden, the Democratic debate comes on. Can we have order? Shut up, bitch! I'm talking. Yeah. Also, also we need we need diversity in the Democrat Party too. So yeah. then it then it's then it's it's literally all white. Uh, it's literally all white guys and one white, no, two white white women. Two. Hey, hey, hey! We we have a Native American there. Okay, easy. We have American, and and she proved she's one in ten twenty fourth or something like that. Native American. I get that might count. I could count, maybe. I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't I don't know at all. Uh, Senator Ford was saying there's a, something about a coronavirus in Washington State. Uh, I I don't know. Let me let me look let me look that up since I don't have producer uh, Jamie here. Who knows? Maybe, maybe maybe I did maybe I did jinx us somehow. Probably. It it was it was not my it was not my intention to do. To do so, but you know, knowing me, I and you don't, and you know, watching. Okay, so watching this Democratic debate also had me thinking a, a little bit. Um, have you ever watched the Chappelle Show? Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude, I grew up watching this the Chappelle okay. Show. So so yeah, so so he was right uh, in one of those skits. He said modern problems require modern solutions, right? And, and you know what? He's he's right. Um, and, uh, just earlier today, Donald Trump, he, uh, he was talked about making a deal with the Taliban to be able to like pull troops out of, eventually pull troops out of Afghanistan. And, um, and it got me and it did get me thinking. I'm like, you know what? He's right. Modern problems do require modern solutions. So here's my here's my solution for if we ever want to, you know, decimate a place. Right. If we ever want to see a plot of land outside of the United States completely decimated. Right. All we have to do is put a Democrat in charge of that piece of land and it'll be decimated in no time. You know, look at look at uh. Look at Baltimore, look at San Francisco, look at New York, spots in New York, all run by Democrats, all fucking shitholes. Yeah. Oh, shit. As it turns out, uh, Washington State man uh, becomes first victim victim in, uh, from coronavirus. So, mm. Well, Washington does have a really big Asian population, so yeah. <laughs> That, was, that doesn't sound. No, I mean, serious. Like, no, that like, like, there's a lot of that population that goes there. No, no, yeah, yeah, you're you're right. Well, also, and also though, yeah, you're right because it says here uh, on NBC News, 
Uh, I've got the article pulled up on, on the screen here. It says, uh, U.S. diplomatic officials say a 60-year-old citizen diag uh, diagnosed with the disease. Uh, oh, so I guess there, I guess there was a... Um, I guess there was like another U U.S. victim, but who actually died like in China, and then uh, the guy who died was in his late fifties with like an underlying health condition. So, and I mean, I guess that's part of it too: is people with like underlying respiratory and health conditions mm -hmm. are are dying from this too. Which someone brought up a good point. I can't remember who it was. Um, it might have been Ben Shapiro. Um, who brought this up, but I guess one of the reasons why so many people are uh, dying of coronavirus in, in Wuhan is, I mean, obviously it's virus, but also I guess everyone everyone there smokes and, like, has some sort of, uh, you know, like, lung condition, like emphysema or, you know, COPD. So, you know, they're kind of already screwed to begin with. But yeah. Well, I mean, I Donald Trump. Donald Trump did say if he if if you're healthy, you're probably not. I mean, it's probably not really going to affect you. But I mean, and he's right. You know, if you, I, I, I would assume that if if it's some sort of flu or some sort of virus, if you're relatively healthy, you should be okay, I guess. But I mean, if you're if you're ass if you're ass banging some. 14 year old Chinese person in a massage parlor, <laughs> your, your chances are pretty high in getting it. I'm just saying. Yeah. So uh, I, 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 love, I love the subtle turn, trend, transition there, too. All, yeah. all, all you got to keep it nice and subtle there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, that's, that's why, we, that's why we love dictator uh, Phil here, you know, ladies and gentlemen. Is, <laughs> Is the, it's uh, better look, the, and, the and, and, and I do like. Hey, I do like being on this show too, because you kind of, you know, there's a there's a little bit of a chillax atmosphere, you know. Versus, you know, we're we're on the radio, and I love I love being on the radio too. But like, you know, sometimes you just want to drop that f bomb, and you're just like. Uh, oh, oh yeah. I I don't I don't know how the fuck uh, Sean and Alex have done have done it for so for so long. I mean, how I I I feel bad because one of the times I I was on there, I dropped the f bomb twice without you know real realizing it. It just comes out of me so naturally. So it's it's funny too sometimes because because if I'm, if we're in the studio and then like one of us. It's bad. Like, like you put me, Alex, and Sean in one room together. One of us are at least dropping something. Like, and you're telling me you put all three of us in a in a room for two hours, and none of us are going to say nothing foul. It's the chances are not good. So well, the, we do a pretty good job, but you know. Yeah. Well. Well. Your well, show. Your show is pr pretty good. I. I especially. I was thinking of. Uh, I heard the episode just about like a week ago and Sean and Alex went to uh, the furry con convention or I guess the anime convention. That was... It, that yeah. was interesting to say the least. So, um... I can't remember... I can't remember why they went there. Just that they did. So... 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, that was, it was interesting to me too. Cause I wasn't there. I mean, I wasn't there for any of that, but like, yeah, just, just hearing some of the stuff that they were talking about that was at, at this, uh, I, I don't even know why you even call it a fucking convention. Like, that's just like, it's like a bunch of, like a bunch of weirdos assembling, probably circle jerking each other. I don't know. I don't know. I, weird it's just weird like oh i i you know weirds another thing that weirds me out is like people that, that I, I didn't even know that there was like anime porn like apparently there that's a thing like like anime porn there's like anime like like whoever draws the dragon ball z characters they're drawing porn characters too or something like oh yeah it's just yeah like tentacle, there's like tentacle rape or something like that from like aliens or whatever. I'm like, what the hell is going on? These uh, sick bastards just don't. Oh yeah, no, no, an, anime anime freaks love that shit. So tentacle porn, hentai, you know what, all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, um. Yeah, just just saying goes. We call we call call it uh, room wax. Oh, oh, by the by the way, dictator Phil. Speaking of crazy people, have you follow have you followed this own have you followed this own Benjamin Nut job at all? Uh, not really. I I'm like I I know he like he just. Is he like he's off the grid, right? Like he is he kind of like off the grid or something? Sure. It looks like every time I look at his video, he's like in woods and stuff like that, and he's got this real, very like, like very off the grid kind of thing. Sort of. He he's basically he he like started out as he started out as like a as like a big liberal com- comedian although he he was never that big he was like on some uh he was on some TBS sitcom I, I i don't even know if TBS is still a network anymore to be honest but, but back when it was um he was like on some sort of sitcom uh there and then he was like basically as i understand he came over to conservative inc you know, to the to the conservative side, just kind of because you know Hollywood money was drying up, and then uh, you know somewhere along the line he went uh, he got banned on Twitter for saying the N word too much, uh, among other things, and he he was he was like kind of trying to dare them to uh, ban him, and they they did, and he finally you know he was shocked because of it. And he went crazy and basically accused, like, some people I know of trying to poison his kids with, of all things, like, fake gummy penises. I guess someone at, someone else had sent him as, like, a practical joke. And, uh, yeah, he's just gone completely insane. So, uh, So, what, gummy, gummy penises? So, like... Like you would let you would let your kid like if somebody sent gummy penises to your house, you would would you really let your kids eat the fucking gummy penises? Like what? what am I following that right? Well, well, see that's the thing. He he said that like he never gave them to his kids, and that, like somehow he alleged 
that you know some people what? like tried poisoning his. So I, they sneak in his mailbox. <laughs> oh wow, gummy penises! <laughs> like what? Like I don't, I like. Did the, oh yeah, he he is kind of yeah. He, he's he's his own special breed. Yeah, he, yeah, he is. I mean, it's 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 crazy, but um, yeah, I mean, there are other you know crazy. I mean, just the the internet is full of cra- crazy people out there too. It, that's real what I've what I've noticed. So, um, oh, go ahead. No, I was I was reading I was reading some of the comments. You got some funny people on your fucking chat. Yeah, yeah, we've we've uh, we've assembled quite a merry band of uh, misfits and other degenerates. So, uh, good. So what about what about you? Well, so what? What do you do? You think that there's a favorite? Do you think there's a favorite for the DNC? Uh for for the for the DNC. Uh mm-hmm. honestly, as far as like a favorite, I I think that the that the Dems are honestly like hoping for Biden or Warren at this point. That's who the establishment is kind of hoping because they're a safe choice. Um you know, because Bernie is just an is just an out and out communist, and although the actual Democrat Party, let's face it, isn't that far away from uh, communism, um, you know the, the Dems can't—they can't admit to that. So obviously, they're going to go with the, with the safe choice. Honestly, I I was thinking like a few weeks ago that if he was smart. Honestly, I think that Mike Bloomberg could have posed like a could have like posed an actual challenge to Trump if he was serious. But he just came out of the gate with no energy, and so uh, I, I honestly at this point, obviously they've got to choose someone. Um, but I don't see at this point like who would even be viable to beat Trump, you know. Like, and I, and I, I want to laugh. I want to laugh at Bloomberg. Like if he doesn't get the nomination, I just want to laugh at him so hard. Look, you know, he's, he spent like, I think he spent over half a billion dollars now on advertisements and you spending all of that money, your own money, right? He's not, apparently he isn't taking any, anything from, you know, PACs or special interest groups or whatever, so you're telling me you spent all that money and you're not going to get the nomination? No, you deserve to get laughed at. Yeah, hysterically. Yeah, no, it it's and the thing the thing about the Dems too is, and this is something that I I thought of this afternoon. Trump is going to win re-election, and and the reason why uh, he's going to win re-election is the same reason why Obama won re-election in uh, 2012. Like, you know, Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney was admittedly a weak, he was a weak ass candidate, you know, in, in, um, you know, 2012, not just that, but I mean, he really didn't have anything that he could campaign on 
you know, on his own other than, oh, Obama, Obama's bad. Obama's bad. We need to get Obama out of the White House. <laughs> but yeah, he never had anything that, you know, he could really bring to the table, you know, or at least he never tried. And so therefore, I don't think people were interested. And we have the same thing now with, uh, you know, the Democrats. Like it's it's all about, uh, you know, Trump is bad. We need to get rid of Trump. Russia, Russia, Russia. Uh, you know, impeachment, all that stuff. And yet, like, none of them have actually taken a, like, a serious, uh, you know, like, they don't actually have, like, an actual platform. Uh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't see a platform either. Like, I, I, part of me, part of me always thinks that the, the, the DNC and the RNC are run by, people who actively look for the worst fucking candidates that they could possibly put on the ticket. Like, Oh, Obama's doing such a terrible job. Uh, how bad of a, of a candidate could we possibly throw? Oh, we could get an old, old, rich financial Mormon. Like let's, let's throw that in there. Let's see if that, let's see if that'll work. Oh, Oh, it didn't work. Damn it. I think they tried to do that with Trump too. Like they were thinking, oh, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna vote for this populist reality star, and it bit him in the ass because he ended up doing such a great job. The yeah, the, well the well the thing with Trump is, I mean Trump, honestly, when when Trump first like got into the uh, twenty you know into the twenty sixteen race way back in twenty fifteen, you know, and and when he when he. When he came up on stage and, um, you know, said that, like, I don't have time for political correctness, you know, whatever, like, I liked it. Uh, I honestly, but I was honestly like, there's no way this guy is going to last past the, the primaries just because they won't, they won't let him. Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm like, this is fun while, while it lasts, but there's no way he's going to, he, there's no way he's going to last long term. And yet he, you know, obviously he, you know, he, he, uh, you know, he nicknamed everyone in the Republican primary, you know, he, he, uh, you know, he basically obliterated Jeb Bush, who was like, Jeb Bush was the darling, like he was supposed to be the one, you know, that was going to get the, no that get the nomination. And yet, you know. Low energy Jeb got made into a meme and got memed out of the uh, race. And, you know, like, and then, you know, when it came down to it, Trump beat the uh, Wicked Witch of the West. So. All right. I, I feel like, I feel like they're going to try I, 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 there's just something in the back of my head that's saying they're gonna, they're gonna try to rig it in Biden's favor, and I, I, I believe in my heart of hearts, I believe it's gonna go to a brokered convention. I don't think anybody's gonna reach the delegates required in the main, uh, in the main voting, and I think it'll go to the brokered convention. And I think it's going to be either Bloomberg or it's going to be Biden. I think, I think they're going to find a way to dick over Bernie Sanders again. 
If it gets that far, if it gets to a broker convention, I think Bernie Sanders is getting dicked over. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely. Well, I mean, yeah, Ber- Bernie's Bernie's not going to be the nominee, but even even if he was, I mean, I think other than like the hardcore, uh, you know, communists, he wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't win. I think it would I think it would be a I think it would be like a Walter Mondale you know style blowout from like eighty four when Reagan just won everything. So well, you are going to get you are if anything happens outside of not Sanders right now because Sanders right like technically Sanders is the front runner right now. Um, we're never going to hear it from these conspiracy theorists. Like, this conspiracy, man. They went against Bernie. They didn't want socialists. I'm like, okay. Like, like, and I mean, you only count, they only got a couple states. You got Iowa, you got New Hampshire. Like, like, that's not a good barometer for the rest of the country. And people are really soaking this Bernie Sanders thing in, but I, I don't, I, 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 I tend to agree like you. I don't, I'm not sure that, that he would get the nomination, but I don't know. It's hard because I mean, these, these, the, these DNC fuckers, they're crazy. They're just mentally unstable, all of them. And you can't predict that kind of crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think though that, I think though the DNC is kind of, you know, like honestly, they're, ref, they're, ref, I mean, yeah, they're crazy, but they're reflecting the party at large uh, here. Like, yeah, look, I've had a bunch of friends who uh, once consider themselves like JFK Democrats. To and they came over and voted for for Trump in 2016. Why? Because like Trump was actually addressing stuff like, you know, the economy and like blue collar jobs and you know like, and actual stuff that matters. Not, you know, not transgender bathrooms. You know, or like or you know child you know hormones or, you know anything anything like that. Like. The Dems have gone so far off their rocker with trying to placate to, to like these extreme minority groups, you know, out on the West Coast, that um, you know, no one else is really buying what they have to sell anymore, which is you know, uh, good for us, but bad for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the. The transgenders in sports pisses me off way worse than the bathrooms. Like you got like you got these men basically that are going into women's sports and fucking dominating, right? It's like, oh my god, girl power, right? No. No, these are dudes. Half of them haven't even lunked off their dick yet. And and then they're like they're just break they're breaking records. It's like oh, this is girl power. Like no, that's a dude. That is a dude. Well, this is a ripped nasty dude. Well, yeah, he, and even Joe Rogan, who was pretty liberal on this type of yeah. you know stuff, um, you know, even he was like saying, "Nah, dude, that's like that's too far." He he was I forget who who Rogan was interviewing. I think it was that. 
It was that Adam ruins everything guy. That annoying. Well, that annoying yeah. guy. Uh, and like you know that the Adam ruins everything guy was like trying to say, oh, you know, look at how you know, isn't that great? Isn't that wonderful? You know, equality and. Rogan was like, well, it, it's not equal at all because they're, you know, they're men that look like women and they're beating the, yeah. they're literally beating, you know, the, the crap in some cases out, out of these women. So, yeah. yeah, there was one, I, I forget what, what Fallon Fox, I think her name is. Yeah. A, the, uh, this big MMA fighter. Like if you ever see a bit, a picture of Fallon Fox, she's like built. It's a dude. It's you. Yeah. There's no chick with it. Like she's ripped. And then, and then like, so she's beating the shit out of all these other fighter, these female fighters in the first round, mangling them all the shit. And they're like, Oh, uh, she's so stunning and brave. Like, no, no, she's, she's, that's a dude. Yeah. Like that's 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 domestic violence. If if that happened in the streets, someone's going to fucking jail. Yeah, well, I mean, in some in someone in one of the comments on one of Rogan's video actually brought up the point like, okay, if we're allowing that. Why don't we just allow like you know, why don't we just allow men MMA fighters to uh, you know uh, jump in and start you know fighting female fighters i mean we we might as well at that point what what's the difference right and and everyone's like oh no we we can't do that and it's like why not what's the difference at that point so yeah there's one they they enter there's one interview that that um some news outlet had uh with a female uh a transgender female athlete that went into the, that, that flipped to may it was male flipped to female and then started breaking all these biking records or some cycling records or whatever. And it's like, like, what, what do you have to say about the critics? And it was like, well, I don't care what they say about me. Like, no, you, that's, you're still talking like a dude. Like, it's like, you, you don't like, like it, you're telling me that that's a that's a fair advantage. Yeah, like yeah. I'm saying most of these guys don't. E most of these dudes, they don't even they don't even clip their dick before flipping into women's sports. Man, what the fuck? Well, well, well. Of course, not. I I just I just don't get the appeal of trans of transitioning. Period. I mean, that's. That's just me, but you know, I'm I'm one of the I'm one of those weirdo cis guys. So Yeah, I, I'm like it's like sports is like supposed to be and and the worst part is you're fucking over women that want that are trying to get scholarships and they're trying to get like, you know, they're trying to actually they've been working their entire life. How would you feel if you worked like you're a female and you worked your entire life to be the best at your craft at a particular sport. Um, and then all of a sudden some dude just flips, flips into a chick and then just dusts you. And then they get, they're getting all the, all the credit that you should have gotten. 
Like that would, that would, I mean, like there are, there's already lawsuits happening right now as we speak. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, sports is so wonky anymore anyway. I mean, there, there's, there's a whole feminist movement to get rid of cheerleaders too in the NFL because apparently they're inherently sexist somehow. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have this, uh, but it, and it, the pro, okay. So the problem that we come up with is like, well, it's like, well, why don't we have, why don't we just have the best, uh, the best men against the best women? Like, are you fucking kidding me? You think that's going to solve anything? It's like, oh, because like, like they were like, well, why don't we have the the men men's soccer team play the women's soccer national soccer team? Like, you don't think that, that somebody's going to be crying victim if they get pasted all over the fucking soccer field? You don't think there's going to be some women going, this isn't fair. They're, 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 they're picking on us. Yeah, it, it it's... It's insane. Well, well, even, well, even like a even like a male athlete who's not that strong, you know, could probably dominate like a like a, you know, like I want to go so far as to say that I could beat the crap out of like Ronda Rousey, or you know, like the average guy. But like, if you're like a low, no. if you're, okay, so yeah, if you're. So- if you're like a lower tier like male athlete, you could still beat the crap out of Ronda Rousey. You know, even if you're like, not- okay, yeah. So, so that's that's not like really set. Like, look, like she could probably kick my like Ronda Rousey could probably kick my ass. Okay, but I don't like look. I like I'm I'm like an old, older, broken person. Like you know, I'm not. I'm not like I'm not the guy that I used to be. But if you you're are you telling me if you put her in the fucking octagon with like Kane Velasquez, Kane fucking Velasquez or some shit, you think you think that she's not going to get her ass whipped? You're out of your mind. Or like even Brock Lesnar, like you put Brock Lesnar in the ring. Holy Jesus, it'd be an ass whooping. Even her own husband. She's married to Travis Brown. Travis Brown is like six seven and Chuck Diesel. You put her like like I, I'm telling you that like people just and you know women are scared. They're scared shitless. They don't want to say shit because they don't want to be on the wrong end of the liberal train. Sure. Well. Well. Sure. Sure. That. I mean. That's that's where this insanity partially comes from. You know, too, is, you know, the the fear of uh, the left and their reprisals. I mean, my friend, uh, you know, Jimmy, who who I don't know if, if Jimmy is still in the in the chat here. But another thing that drives me crazy is like is when the left like shut shuts down businesses like Chick Fil Chick Fil A was supposed to like open a shop in London, like you know, and branch out to the UK. And this was like, I don't know, three or four months ago now. And they, this was like at the at the end of twenty nineteen, and uh, Chick Fil A decided to pull out because um, 
I guess some like LGBT rights group, like, you know, like basically threatened, you know, to mm -hmm. like they, they spread like a misinformation campaign about like Chick-fil-A and how hateful they were. And they got the, uh, you know, they got the franchise that would have started in, in the UK to basically like shut down. So, uh, yeah, they. The, the chick, like, what about that chick that wanted her balls waxed? Oh, the, the transgender chick that wanted to go. She wanted to go to a beauty salon, and and she wanted her balls waxed. Like, like what? Oh God, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I forgot about that. Ooh, yeah, you think you think okay. So if you th if I if I just walked into a if I just walked into a female restroom, right? Little girls are like, you know, mom is, you know, fixing up her daughter before they go out to, you know, they go out to eat and here I come busting through the door. Like, it's okay. I, I identify as female. Don't mind me. Right. And then I just pull my, and I pull my dick and balls out and start going, peeing in the, peeing all over the toilet and shit right in front of them. Uh, you think they're not gonna you think that little girl's not gonna be traumatized? Yeah, well yeah, well and that, and that well and that's the whole thing. Like that 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 seems like awfully weird too to also go into yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> to also go into like a female beauty salon, you know, and if you're if you're a chicken go and then go, Yeah, I need my balls waxed. So it would be like it would be like uh, excuse me. The confused, looks, the confused looks are would be priceless, though. Uh, Look, I don't understand why. Why won't they wax my balls? Like what? <laughs> First off, the chicken. If you're you're supposed to be a chicken, you're not supposed to have any balls. Like what the fuck? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are living in peak clown world. So definitely. Yeah, clown wearables like three years ago. Ever since Trump got elected, people just like like can't handle themselves. Uh well, get get ready for four more get ready for four more years of this shit, Phil. It's going mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going yeah, well, I mean, well, on the bright side, we're never short of material ever. No, no. It, it in fact, like the, the the good thing is, the more insane they go, like the the more the more material that we have, you know, as hosts, and like my ratings have gone up because because of this, you know, stuff. I mean, it it's uh, it's unbelievable. Real quick, real quick, uh, uh, a storm of wrenches. Was saying he keeps saying she. What the fuck? All right, look. Okay, it's very. I'm sorry. It's very difficult to 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 um identify this person. Okay, you think they have like long hair and they look like they're trying to identify as a female, but they're big and they're butch and they have a set of fucking balls that they're trying to get waxed. Okay, a very confused person right now. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, the, I mean that's the that's the that's the thing is like obviously you can call him he, I guess, right? But it's like what do you call him, it? You call him it? Like it, it wants to get his balls waxed. <laughs> Yeah, it wants it 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 wants to get its wall. Yeah, see, yeah, I'm I'm 
I'm getting tongue twisted, even like trying to say it wants to get its balls waxed, I guess. Ugh, geez, that 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 was tough. Yeah. Um Yeah. Wendy goes, dogs or cats? Cats or dogs? Terrible. Well, I mean yeah, we're we're living in nineteen eighty four. Like ups down, downs up. He's or she, she's or he's. Who the fuck knows? Well, I mean, we are, we kind of are living in 1984 with all of this like censorship now, and like I'm really curious to hear about like about what uh, Sean and Alex is. Alex at CPAC too, or just Sean? It's just Sean. Sean. Um, Sean was going down there. I think a lot of a lot of what he was trying to do was he was trying to like tell people about you know uncensored America. Yeah, yeah. His, his new organization. Well, um, you know, I'm I'm curious because I guess like I guess Owen Schroyer and Gavin McGinnis got thrown out of CPAC. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean that that's I saw that Trump made like a speech there. I I haven't seen that yet. I I really haven't paid much attention to CPAC in like the past, um, you know, two years. But you know. Uh, from what Sean was telling me, that they were there were at it was actually more fun going to the you know all the outside stuff. Like there were a lot of outside parties. Like National File had a couple of events with Alex Jones and Owen Shore and Laura Loomer and Gavin McInnes and like like and that seemed to be a better time for a lot of people than actual CPAC. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't think um, it, it's crazy because CPAC, they they kick out Gavin McInnes, they kick out Owen Shore, but they're letting they're letting liberals like liberal media. They're letting anti there's like an Antifa member or something like that. That was like starting shit with people up there. Like, I'm like it. Can we get our priorities in order here? Like, uh, yeah, well, like, well, even even Antifa, yeah, that's right. Even Antifa got a ticket into the event, which you know that is one thing I will say. It's like, as much as I like President Trump, that is the one what the fuck man thing that I have to you know kind of like bring up with him. Is it's like, you know, like. Why the fuck hasn't Antifa been classified as like a terrorist group, as like a domestic mm-hmm. terrorist group yet federally? Because I mean that's what they fucking are, you know. Mm-hmm. They go around like you know beating people with you know bats, like you know throwing like liquid cement at people, yeah. macing people. It's like it's funny. It's like they're they're named Antifa for like anti-fascist. Yet they're doing fascist shit. Like they're like, what? You don't agree with us? You don't love? We're gonna fucking inhibit our violence and force you to comply. Like literally, that is fascism. And it and it's disturbing when people go, "Oh well, Trump created this environment, so therefore they're they're justified in like wanting violence." It's like, what? No, they're fucking not. Like not. Not at all. It's it's insanity. So, yeah, and it's like if somebody if somebody's words, it, uh, 
incite you to be violent, that's a you problem. Like you have to figure that shit out. Like, you know, you got to learn how to handle your shit. That's not my problem. If, if I say I, I should be able to say whatever the fuck I want and you should be able to be a mature person and handle your shit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and I mean, I honestly, at this point, like I'm like, it, what, what is it going to take with, uh, with and people like, are they going at this point? I think, I think someone is, I mean, I don't want this to happen. Obviously I'm not, I'm not saying that this should happen, but like, is Antifa going to have to kill someone to, uh, you know, like out in public for, you know, the government to finally do something? My, my thing is that uh, like, I, I feel like the, I feel like they're trying, like the government's trying to make them, um, like trying to play the victim card. Like if, if they're, if Antifa is doing all this violent shit, they're trying to play it to get votes or they're trying to play it to get money or they're trying to get it to do whatever. But the problem is they're destroying shit. Like they're actually destroying shit. Like people's lives are being affected. Um, like you look at Andy. No, right. He had a, he had a, he, he got messed up pretty badly. Like at the hands of Antifa had a milkshake with concrete, liquid concrete chucked at him. Like what, like people, people, even if people don't die, the risk for them to be severely damaged is there. And it's like, well, when the fuck are you going to do something? I do agree with you there. Like, look, probably should do something, you know, because like all it takes is for somebody to die. And then it's like, well, I mean, I mean, of course the Dems are always going to get on the funk Trump bandwagon, but like, you know, like the, it, it could be serious. Like it could be really, really serious. And like, at what point do we finally say, okay, enough's enough. Let's slam the door on this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had, they had no, they had no problem doing that with, you know, the, the proud boys and giving the proud boys, uh, you know, like, 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 like life sentences, which look, I mean, I don't actually know that much about, you know, what happened with the Proud Boys that, you know, I've heard like conflicting stories on that. So, you know, I, I've I've read in like some, you know, I've read in some instances that, you know, like the, the Proud Boys, you know, attacked. So, you know, but then I've heard other instances that, that it was self-defense and mm. I I don't know. But what I do know is it seems like highly suspicious that, you know, the, the Proud Boys, you know, who may or may not be like a, a, a bad group, you know, are are getting sent to jail. Meanwhile, um, you know, Antifa terrorizes people and nothing is done. Hmm. So, well, well, look where it's at. Like you, you look where it's at geographically, like New York. Nobody's like the the governors, the governor's Democrat. A lot of the judges are Democrats. A lot of that, like, like the legal, like the legal system up there in that state is fully Democrat. Like, and the problem is like, 
they got tried in New York, so they're not like the Proud Boys. I'm saying they got tried in New York, so like Trump really can't do anything, right? As far as like a pardon or anything like that, and so it might have to be. We might be headed to a point where we're just going to have to stay stay out of New York, stay out of California. Um, let them do their own thing. And that, that's probably a wise decision anyway, because California is going to shit. Oh, oh yeah. Well, well, California is already there. I mean, I, we have, we have at least like one or two audience members in this, you know, in my chat who are from California. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say who, but, um, they're definitely there. And by the way, folks, for those who are, uh, who are, uh, just, Tuning in, uh, Dictator Phil, the the co-host of uh, Real News, uh, you know, is joining us for the show. So, uh, you know, he's on tonight. So, um, so I don't know, man. Just I guess where where do you think all where do you think all this madness is going to to head? Do you think it'll reset itself eventually, or? Uh, where, where, where do you see this going? I, I, I think, I think, I think it gets worse. I do. Um, there's, you have two sides and well, with the Democrats, it's getting progressively more left. Like they're going way more left to the, to the point where they're, embracing socialism and it's going even further like it's we might see co- like actual communist shit you know it, philosophically we are we are completely different like oh, you know like 20 years ago you know we had our differences with democrats but it was like oh well like meeting in the middle wasn't so different difficult because we weren't like at gross point odds, gross odds, but like now, like the Democrats are so far left that if they're if they're going to try to meet in the middle, they're going to have to move a fuck ton, you know. And it's like, do they really want to do that? No. Do we really want to go far left? No. So we're at odds, and it's only I, I and. The frust- so the frustration's only going to go get greater and greater, and with that, the violence is probably going to be greater and greater. So, well, I th- I think one of two things you know is going to happen. I think I think if the Democrats want to win again, like you know, relatively soon, I think they're going to have to go. Uh, you know. I think they're going to have to go back to the middle. I honestly do. There, there's no way at this point that they can. Now, the thing that I worry about is that, like, 20 year, years from now, uh, you know, basically, like, once all the baby boomers are, you know, are, are either, you know, too old and or, you know, when they're dying off, you know, and the millennials are when we're in our you know kind of like middle age. Then I then sadly I do think we are going to start you know seeing things go more and more to the left. Um, 
you know, like politically. I, I, I feel like I feel like things are things could like socially speaking. I think things could fix themselves because at least people like like thanks and and a big thanks for this one goes to Trump. Um, people are seeing like how crooked the mainstream media is. They're seeing how crooked CNN and MSNBC are. I mean, these are dishonest, dirty people we're talking about here. Um, we probably wouldn't have known how bad MSNBC and CNN were if it wasn't for Trump. Trump pretty much put that in the spotlight and I'm glad he did. Like now that I, now that I know it's like, I can't go back and I don't want to go back. Um, the education system, right? People are, people are realizing more and more people, more and more children, more and more parents are starting to realize that going to a college is not valuable anymore. It's not really valuable. Like I could, like, if you want to learn something, you have a computer, you could learn really anything you want on that computer. It's like, if I want like if I want to get a certification, I can pretty much go on a computer or I can go to a technical school or something like that. Um, I don't need like the need to go to a college really isn't there. And so I think there will be more kids like American kids that don't go to college and to just go, well, screw it. We'll, I'll just go to like a technical school or I'll go to like a trade school or I'll just go to a, a, something else. Um, yeah. I think I think that's what will happen. Yeah. A lot more of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I and I think even those of us who are who are in college, like, you know, me, like I'm taking mm -hmm. like I'm taking technical communications, you know, which is like mm -hmm. that's high. That's high tech and can be to like that's 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 the shit that you should be going to call to college for but like no one well i shouldn't say no one i know but like no one i'm friends with let me put it that way is taking anything like is taking anything like political science or you know anything like you know social studies or you know because those majors are all bullshit now they do mm -hmm. nothing they do nothing for you. I used to get hate. I used to get hate. Uh, being up at Penn State, I'd used to tell people that sociology is the most useless major in college. And I used to say, I used to say that, and it's like, it's like what? It's a major. I'm like, sociology is not a major, right? You, it, it's maybe three courses at most. The I don't know what the fuck they're teaching in those other sociology courses, but it's, I, I don't, I, it's not anything useful. You know, you, you, you can learn about sociology and its history. You could learn about the bell curve, but you learn about the bell curve with statistics anyway. You, you, you can learn about, uh, and then there's some other stuff that you could learn too. Uh, like certain behaviors, statistics with behaviors with, within the public. But like, you don't 
need anything beyond that. Sociology is you're like you're, it's not going to get you shit. Like a boat, a, a bachelor's in socio. What the fuck is that going to get? It's going to get you some thirty thousand dollar. You're, you're still starving, and then you got the and then you got the student loans you got to pay back too. Where's that women's studies going to get you? Where's women's studies degree going to get you? The I mean the the only the only places that those you know that those degrees will lend you jobs that ironically is is in fact the university system like the only jobs that you can get you know in like gender studies is teaching gender studies yeah so so uh h bug was saying phil philosophy uh major is even less useful i will say philosophy though at least there's a historical element to it like there's a there's more of a historic psychological element to to philosophy whereas sociology it's like well they're teaching you a bunch of terms and a bunch of stuff that you can kind of debate you know um they the the they just make up they like like I feel like with sociologists they're just making up shit as they go along. They're like, ah, oh, whatever, whatever. Like and then you and then you talk about and then and then you hear in sociology that like, you know, racism is privilege plus power. And I'm always like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like well, well so so they're said that they try to say that so that they can say that you can't be racist against white people. That's that's oh, the goal. Yeah. That's the ultimate oh, yeah. I, I, That's the goal. I actually got into a fight over the phone with a with a friend of mine over over that because because they tried bringing that shit, you know, up up to me and mm-hmm. I'm like and I'm like what the fuck? Yeah. I'm like what the fuck are you talking about? You can't be racist. Yeah. Like that. Right. Like that and they were all saying, "Oh, well, well you well you have white privilege." It's like it's like okay, I might have white privilege, but like, but like these people are accusing me of having white privilege. Like they have fucking able-bodied priv- priv- privilege or something. Yeah. Like, like we like if we if the, if we want to be serious, we can go through all these different you know privilege prisms all day long, you know, and mm-hmm. and and do it that way. I honestly don't care. So you know, but yeah. So, so they go, they go and they're like, oh, privilege plus power. It's like, well, well, what's privilege? What do you define as privilege? It's like, because not, because not every white dude has privilege. Not every black dude is not privileged. Okay, so, you know, and How? so what's power? So what's power? And then you go, so you go privilege, and then it's like, well, okay, well, what's power? Like, what do you define as power? Right? Because again. Not every white dude's powerful. Okay, I grew up poor. I grew up poor, and you know, I had to work for everything I got in this world. Like, I'm like, I, I wish somebody, like, I wish there was white privilege. I wish I had some white privilege. <laughs> Damn. Huh. Um, but like, but every like, it, it it's not like the individual determines where the individual wants to go or how far they want to go in this world. You know, yeah. now, now we can't make it like we we're never going to make it all on our own. Like we're going to have to have help getting anywhere along the way, obviously. But like, 
but like to say that's that one group of people is just institutionally holding you down. Like nobody gives it. First off, nobody gives a shit enough about you to hold you down for long period that long. Like nobody cares. Nobody cares about you. And it's like, and, and honestly, like, like taking on, and you're, you're, you're talking about African-American, like Candace Owens raises really good arguments and it's like, well, look at you, look, Welfare, that's that's holding you down. Uh, uh, the lack of, of African-American fathers in the house, that holds you down, right? You hold yourself down more than anybody else would have the strength to be able to hold you down with. And it's like – and it's like and, – and we've – the problem with these sociology courses in these colleges are they don't want – to talk about that. They always saw, they always say, Oh, we need a more of an in-depth conversation. It's like, okay, motherfuckers, let's have this in-depth conversation. And you start hitting up those points. And it's like, no, you're a racist for even mentioning that. Like, no, the, 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 look, I thought you said we wanted to have a full conversation. I thought you had, we wanted to have more of an in-depth conversation. Did you not, did you not just say that? And then they that that's when they start bringing oh you're a racist and they start walking away from the conversation. It's like oh I see how it is. I I know you know who I know you know who Je- who uh, who Jeff Hamlet is who Jeff Hamlet is right. Who's it? Who's that? The uh, Sam, not me, but Sam, one of Sam's uh, I guess student teachers in the in the Soch. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yes. yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The one who, the one who, who introduced us. I, I need, I need to get you two together on, on stream to. Uh, to- it could get hot. It could get hot and heated, because, because I know we, like we, we agree. There's certain things we do agree on, but yeah, I, I I'm, I'm pretty sure he's probably already going to hear this podcast. I and probably going to piss him off. Some. Well, I, there's going to be some. Well, I need to let you in on a little secret here, uh, Phil. So, so Jeff used to be my uh, Jeff actually used to be a conservative, and he, and he used to be the co-host slash producer of this very podcast. Actually, and then your sociology professor stole him from me and turned him into a liberal. So, and now I'm stuck doing production on my own so you know there's that but uh no in, in all seriousness I, I i still i still love jeff but yeah just, what what you just said what you just said i could totally picture him like um you know freaking out about about some, some of that stuff oh yeah so um which i i do I, and and obviously like anybody in this sociology department i'm like well they're they're already i i'm probably on their hate their hit list i'm probably like is that i i'm i'm adamant i'm so adamant that like look it's there 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 should be no such thing as a sociology major i'm not saying don't learn sociology but it's like three courses at best to learn the whole fucking strut, the all of everything. It's certainly not a major. I damn sure wouldn't like a, a, a unless you're like, unless you're like a 
like you're you're trying to work at the school as like a professor right. or a, like something like that. And I honestly believe, I mean, in my personal opinion, he's probably really going to hate me for saying this. Um, I think it's just easy courses. So that way that the colleges just suck up more of your money. That's that's pretty much it. <laughs> Because it's fucking. I mean, there's no real, there's no genuine use to those fucking courses other than for them to be easy A, and just move the cattle along. Oh, give us your money, move the cattle along, get the fuck out. Oh boy, he he he's gonna be wanting he's gonna be wanting to come on the podcast now, which I say I I'm all for it. Yeah. Shit, I'm 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 up for it. Fight fight night, fight fight fight. I mean, so it's. It's probably I I mean I don't I don't recognize many of the the uh, the many, many many of the terms that they use cuz it's like many of the terms that they use are like debatable in their own right. I I I remember the first sociology course I took was like uh, I got into a heated debate with somebody about the gender wage gap and I'm like you you're out of your mind that shit doesn't fucking exist and yeah she this chick flipped out and i'm like well i don't know what you want me to do about that shit look i'm telling you it doesn't exist like they're they're like the the the, the study was made in 2003 it was debunked in 2004 and they're still hanging on to that shit like it's the golden gospel like yeah I, I got into a fight with a with a broad at, at my at my school uh, or not not at not at my current campus but at my previous campus I got into a fight with this chick uh, because we were we were we were doing something like for some civics class that was like required otherwise I would have never uh, taken it but but she did something on like the on like the on like the drug war and like the on like and on like the epidemic of like you know uh, of like crack on the black population, right? And of course, you know, there's no denying that that's horrible, right? But I simply brought up the fact that you know there's a huge epidemic of white people uh, of like middle age white people, you know, who are addicted to, like, prescription drugs and, you know, painkillers and to opiates and, like, how that's kind of, like, the new wave. And and she's like, well, that that's different because they got prescribed and, you know, it's, it's not the same. Like, crack was forced on black people. I'm like... What? I'm like... I'm like... What? what I'm like, what, what do you mean it was... It was forced? I'm like... Yeah, because all those hip hop songs, you know, like constantly have like, yeah, that that's really forcing. I mean, so, so, so I'm gonna listen to a so I'm gonna so you so you're telling me I'm gonna listen to a Tupac song and I go, oh man, now now that I'm all jazzed up, I want some crack. Like what what the fuck are you talking about? Like no, you you choose. Okay, now grant you, you know, life life does suck. But look, I always tell everybody, I tell everybody that I know you get two options in this world. Okay. You either, 
either suck more or suck less. Those are your two options. If you do all the right things in this world and you, you, you make all the right decisions and you don't fuck up, your life is going to suck a lot less, right? But if you say fuck it and, you know, you, you make, make bad choices and, you know, your life's going to suck more, okay? You're not getting, you know, you're, you're not getting anything other than either of those two. Yeah, and and um, and, and H bug, thank you for uh, you know correcting me. It it was it was interesting. It was in fact a broad, a broad that I was arguing arguing with. So, uh, yeah, that that's that's my East Coast side coming coming out. Yeah, I mean, basically, you know, just don't be don't be a fucking moron. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it's. And it's like, have black people had problems in this country? Yeah, absolutely. Do black people still have problems in this country? Yeah, but is it strictly because, like, is it because of white people and institutional racism? In most cases, probably not now. And I know that that, that I'm probably going to get, like, a lot of shit for saying that from some people, but, like... Yeah. But, like, honestly... I think a lot of, again, with like this hip hip hop culture, yeah. like a lot of, a lot of black people who want to stay in the hood, it's because they have that mindset. Like one of my friends, one of my friends, one of my best friends is is black, and he's also blind, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's like, so he's actually like physically blind. He. He like busted his ass, got a degree, and uh, now he's like in South Carolina, and he's he's like he's working a decent job. And granted, like it's not the best, and he's looking to move up. But like he got out of the out of the hood here in Florida because he wanted to, and he mm-hmm. he busted his ass and made it happen. So, you know, let that be mm-hmm. a lesson. I I I also have a problem like we like we glorify the wrong African Americans and I when I say that I say we glorify like in the in the media and all that we glorify com- comedians we glorify at professional athletes and it's like we don't we don't glorify people like Ben Carson. Like Ben Carson is one of the the most world renowned neurosurgeons oh, yeah. this world has ever known. Like he's done amazing stuff. He's done brain surgery that we've like like stated like um state of the art surgery. Like that like some of the the stuff that he that is done in neurosurgery today is done because of the work that Ben Carson has put in and to to see people like that not get the credit that they deserve but somebody like LeBron James cuz he could dunk it from the foul line it's like I, it's like you, you if you want to get out of that if you really want to gain wealth and you really want to get out of that little, that, that funk, you got it. You got to start setting up people that you're looking up to like that. Like, I, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. 
Well, well, how well, how dare you insult Le- LeBron James or Kobe Bryant, especially especially Kobe Bryant? I never said Kobe Bryant. Okay, never said Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I know. But, and but, by the way, and by the way, Kobe Bryant never got the credit that he deserved for the stuff that he did off the field too. Like nobody gave a shit about Kobe once he left, right? And he did a whole bunch of great stuff too. He won, yeah. He won an he won an Oscar. He bought like, he did all kinds of like all kinds of work, and like and and nobody like it's like oh well everybody's like everybody made and and they, you know he was a good basketball player, but he did a lot he did a lot of stuff he did a lot of stuff it's for like even women's basketball and stuff he did like a lot and and like I. With I, I wish they that we would glorify that more, like the off the field stuff, or like the the more of the academic stuff, right? That do um, people that say jokes or sing mumble rap or whatever. Like. I, I I will say this though, as far as like black comedians go, like I I love Dave Chappelle. And like Dave Chappelle is like a, you know, Dave's a big lip too, but I, I still love, you know, Chappelle's show. And, you know, I, I love Dave's last two specials. Those were great. So, um, yeah, no. And I'm not saying that they're not great, but what I'm saying is when you're putting them up on a pedestal and you're giving no time for some of these, for some of these other, um, you know, like 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 Ben Carson, or like May Gemma Gemma. Yeah, I'm 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 fucking this one all up. May Jemison, who's like this this uh, renowned astronaut, this uh, this uh, engineer, American astronaut. Like these are the people that you should like be looking up to. Yeah, these are super intelligent people that are doing monumental shit that we should be looking up to or y'all should be looking up to. And, but, but no, like they're not going to do Ben Carson because Ben Carson's a Republican. He's a Christian. He's they're, they're not going to, he goes against everything that they stand for. You know, you notice how you don't really hear too much about Martin Luther King because he was a Republican. Like his family were all Republicans and shit. They're like, Oh, we can't talk. We got to, we can only talk about him during Martin Luther King day. And that's it, right? Yeah, in 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 January, yeah, that that's it. But they they but they but they also love to bring up Malcolm X more and more and more, which you know, Malcolm X was a bit of a radical. So well, yeah, yeah, but but like even he, even he had, even he had some quotes that. I, I gotta I gotta look up some of these quotes too, but it's like every time somebody talked about Malcolm X, I'd always like to throw some quotes uh, that that would tend to piss off piss them off and throw them off their narrative because the the left today is becoming even too extreme even for Malcolm X, like that, that this is how bad the left is getting. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, Ma- Malcolm X sounds like a conservative with the way he talks about the media. Uh, you know, like the media will have you, you know, read the newspaper. Yeah. And if you're not, yeah, yeah. 
the one of them is if you're not careful, the newspaper will have you hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the impress uh, the oppressing. Yeah. That's literally the mainstream media right now. Yeah, that uh, yeah, that's that's one of the that's that's probably my favorite Malcolm X quote. I actually I actually used to I don't have any more, but I actually used to have that uh, quote like framed and put up on my wall. Uh, in my office, just because, I mean, that quote, that quote is so true, especially with like, you know, CNN and the mainstream media. So, you know, even, even like, even Fox to some extent, not as much, but a little bit. So, but, uh, anyway, well, I mean, well, Dictator Felt was great having you on here. Um, you know, we're about to close the, the program. Any, uh, final thoughts or, uh, I guess where can people follow you if uh Well Well yeah well I well like like you said I I do uh I do real news with uh Sean and Alex. Uh we do that on the line 90.7 FM up, up in State College. Um and we try to it's like it's a lot like this except we can't curse as much at all. Um and uh, but but we try to we try to to have conversations like this. We try to, you know, um, we try to have guests on. Uh, we 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 do that a lot. Um, we're hoping we we're gonna have a couple of guests on um, here in the next couple of weeks. But um, of course things happen. Like we get it. Like there's a lot going and there's a lot going on, especially after CPAC. There's a lot of blowback. There's a lot of, a uh, lot, a lot of stuff to like unpack and, you know, try to facilitate, but we have, um, it's a, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good show. Um, and we always put, put up the replays on YouTube. Um, we try to come on here. We try to come on here on the Sam Whitfield show and, um, you know, because we feel like it—if we got to keep fight, we got to keep talking. And I'm gonna say that we got to keep talking. We got to keep. Uh, and and if you're the people that are listening to this, if you're, you know, if you're in school, if you're at work, or if you're whatever, um, if somebody is is challenge is saying something that you don't agree like that you don't agree with or is just saying something that just is out of the out of their minds challenge them just challenge them because yep. you know if if you don't you're you're emboldening them to keep saying whatever crazy stuff that they're saying like challenge them challenge their logic challenge their thought process and, um, that's, and, and don't stop doing it. I know it gets tiresome after a while. Some does, there's some days where I just get sick and tired of ar arguing with people, but if I don't do it, then I'm emboldening their rhetoric. And, I, and, and I can't do that. We cannot do that. And 2020, you know, this election, it's, it's important. We have to do it now more than ever. So, uh, Anyway, uh, that's that. Thank you, Sam. I always appreciate you. Nope. And yeah, no problem. Uh, and you're still on Twitter too, right? At at Dictator Phil. Yeah, at Dictator Phil. It's one word. I mean, 
you know, go on my Twitter page at your own, um, at your own risk. Uh, you know? It's, it's, it's fun. B- believe me, they, a lot of these folks follow me on Twitter. So, and, yeah. and I mean, I think, I think, I think your Twitter is actually pretty comparable to mine. So, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's high praise. So, yeah, I, I think, I think actually you have, I think actually, let me see here. I don't have very many. I don't have very many followers because I, I do. I there's there's I have days where I just say something that'll just guaranteed to piss someone off. Yeah, but, but that's yeah, but that's that's me, too. I'm surprised I haven't gotten banned off Twitter yet. Honestly, me, too. Me, too. And I, I, and there are days where I try. There are days where I actually try to get, you know, kicked off. Yeah. Me, yeah, me, too. I, I've, I've only gotten banned once on Twitter and I mean, I I shouldn't hope that happens soon because I actually I'm actually uh, I actually somewhat like Twitter in terms of like the user. I actually lost. I I actually noticed this. Uh, the last the last tweet one of the last tweets that I had I was like I basically said Twitter is a propaganda machine for Democrats socialists communist tyrants and anti-Americans in fact they themselves are anti-American I said Jack Dorsey is the modern day Joseph Goebbels and I did lose followers for that I did ah uh, that I, I that's funny. I went from thir- I I want to say I went from thirty seven followers to thirty five. And I don't have that many because I mean, you know. Oh, geez, yeah. So, ah, uh, all right. Well, thanks for coming on, Phil, and uh, you know, thanks for help. Thanks for kind of co-hosting the show with me this evening. I really didn't have much planned, but uh, you know, as always, it's great to talk to you, man. So. All right, you too, man. Y'all take care. All right, bye. Bye now. All right, folks, and uh, that will do it for us here uh, at NGC Studios. I want to thank you so much uh, for joining me tonight. Uh, From all of us here at NGC Studios, have a good night. God bless. God save this great nation. I will be back on Thursday for the Thursday edition of the show. And uh, until then, God bless. God save this great nation. God freedom, I can see in that order. And I will see you on the next podcast. Hey there, folks. If you've made it this far to the end of the podcast, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the show. You are the ones that make it possible for me to uh, make an income from podcasting, and I greatly appreciate that just by listening to our show. You are helping us gain ad revenue. However, if you would really like to uh, help support the show, I encourage you to please donate to the podcast and become a supporter of the show you can head over to anchor.fm forward slash whitfield report and click the support this podcast button and uh, choose the amount that suits you to support the show or you can click the link in the show notes and it will directly uh, take you to that page if you can support the podcast i really really appreciate that 
anything that you can do to uh, help out is greatly appreciated. Even if you can't afford to uh, help financially support the podcast, I encourage you to please go on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and please leave this podcast a positive five-star review. That really helps us out here at the Whitfield Report. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next episode.